Um, and so this... Uh. He uh, <laughs> started recording. It's my girl. Yeah. The recording <laughs> for this album... Uh, <sighs> Guys, I think we got Jackie drunk on the last episode. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a weird pube wreck you. It's Valentine's Day. It's just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here to help you with the best tools to get your balls ready for that special occasion. It's V-Day, and it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-weight grooming. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code SHOWMEYOURS, and get 20% off plus free shipping. Wow. Jackie, mm. it's Valentine's Day. Mm. It's coming up. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of the most important times of the year, right? Why yeah. not get a gift for yeah. your man why not men why don't you get a gift for your lady mm. right take care of it right yeah. just because it's valentine's day doesn't mean that you're just going to use this one time and throw it away no if you're that kind of fella mm. you know what i mean imagine the amount of work that one trimmer is going to use yeah you know what i mean one week out of the year yeah. we're not having that you mm. know what i mean right mm. if you choose to use that in this way mm -hmm. then we don't stand for it we like clean balls all year round, but valentine's day especially it really is. Yeah. It really polished. is. Right? It's the number mm. one product. With this package, it's a lawn po a lawnmower 4.0. It's an electric trimmer, Jackie. It's mm. called the flashlight. Yeah. You can use it in the dark. It's waterproof. You can use it in the shower. You mm. know what I mean? Drastically reduce the cuts. Drastically reduce the nicks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everything that they have with this package, Jackie, it mm -hmm. comes more. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got deodorants. Wow. We got revitalizing ball sprays wow. right we got a beautiful little leather uh, shed to keep it all in there right yeah. it's the performance package people you need to get on it mm -hmm. and the only Jump place that you it. can do it is at manscaped yeah you know what i mean we love these people i love them you love them love them love them honestly it's made my life drastically different because mm -hmm. i'm walking around with the confidence of a man with clean balls yeah right can see it <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right, so this is the call to action, ladies and gentlemen. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code show me yours at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code show me yours. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Pow. Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. And I'm Johnny DeVito. While we have you here, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. we are going to get the business right up in front, right yeah, out of it, right? Yeah. Go do give all the likes. The yeah, do, we'll give you the business. Do the <laughs> likes, do the subscribes, the four stars, the comments, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Five stars. Five stars? Why are you encouraging them four to stars? give us a, a, a Jackie, when I was a kid, star. when I was a kid, four <laughs> stars was like the mark. You know, now it's that. Now, when did they add the extra star? There was four star was a clothing brand that was uh, mm -hmm. coveted when I was, right. you know, riding skateboards and snowboards back in the day. But none of that matters. Give us five stars. Yeah, give us five stars on a Apple Podcast, Spotify. You usually do this part. <laughs> uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. It really helps us a lot. Give the video a like. Leave a comment. Um, even if you comment some insane shit. Uh, That'd anything. be cool. You it could comment, awesome. like, bring back four-star clothing. Yeah. You could comment, this podcast fucking sucks, but still uh, give us a thumbs up. So if you it. give us a thumbs up, then we're cool yeah. with it. Yeah, fuck with us a little bit, right? Yeah. I like talking shit. Yeah. I miss and, that, uh, like, the lunchroom. You know mm -hmm. what I mean, Jackie? I'm a plumber. 
Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I've been turning wrench out here. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So if I can't sit down and call, you know, my friend, my colleague, mm -hmm. somebody that I spend time with. Yeah. The fucking asshole. Right. In good fun. Yeah. Then what fun are we having? Go exactly. to our YouTube comments and, and call uh, us assholes. Call us assholes. Yeah. And um, yeah, give us thumbs up, subscribe, uh, hit that bell. So you'll get notified Ring when, that we, bell, baby. <laughs> when we um, release new episodes every Monday. Uh, subscribe to us on, you know, if you're listening, whatever platform you may be listening on, give us a subscribe. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. That helps a lot. Big time. Um, and share us on your Instagram stories. Share how you're listening to us. Give us a tag. We would love that. We do. Yeah. Right? Create the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's... It's so important. Mm -hmm. I think I said that last week. Or I don't know whenever mm -hmm. that Kevin episode is coming out, but I think that yeah. like that's that's really important. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like to build that community because like I don't really like a whole lot of people, yeah. or as I think that I don't, right. right? Until I meet them. Mm -hmm. And then have you ever like watched me meet somebody? <laughs> yes. I become buds immediately. <laughs> so if you want to come and be our bud, if you want to come and see mm -hmm. us live and you're in the Vancouver area, mm -hmm. come down every Tuesday to King's Head Pub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Buy us yeah. a beer. We'll buy you a beer. Exactly. We'll do a little. Uh, <laughs> One, one for one. Yeah, really no <laughs> money will exchange hands there. Yeah. But like a lot of high yeah. fives will. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's COVID time. So tongue kiss me. Touch my girlfriend's butt. We're going to have mm -hmm. a good time. Sure. I don't I don't promote. I, it's not, <laughs> you can tongue kiss me, but don't you dare tongue kiss me without touching Jackie's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> well, I mean, ideally, let's have a yeah. moment. It would be weird if you did it yeah. like, secretly. Oh, without, because then, yeah, yeah then we'd yeah. get, imagine if like yeah. one of our viewers like created like a rift of jealousy between the two of us. Yeah. Oh, maybe do that. No. No, don't do that. Not like, I mean, like. <laughs> So that we can talk about it here, not like actually like create a rift of jealousy. That'd be crazy. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. If you're uh, super hot out there, stay the fuck away from us. All yeah. right. You're gonna come pull her <laughs> down into your depths, steal her away from me. You fucking asshole. You know what? Stay the fucking home. Don't come to our show. No, but, that's not uh, true. If you're a, if you're an uggo, come on, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> come on out to King's Head Pub every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we run the show. We're there every Tuesday. Ticket links, uh, it's always in the description. So wherever you're watching or listening, uh, go to the description, click that link. Tickets are ten bucks each, um, and it's always a good show. It's always drinks a fun are cheap time. too. It's a good drinks time. Drinks are cheap. We're having and, fun, and uh, we'd love to meet you. Absolutely. So come on out every Tuesday, King's Head Pub in Kitsilano. And um, yeah, yeah. Without further gotta, ado. Without further ado. Ado. <laughs> Jackie. We have, um, what yeah. do you got? What do you what do you what do you got for me this week? Yeah. Well, first of all, well, I'll start off this episode by saying this is the last episode. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, that we are recording in this location. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Bittersweet symphony. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of a verve situation that mm -hmm. we have here, but I'm excited because onward and upward, we're mm -hmm. going to. Um, the much lovelier place. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get a kitty. Yeah. We're gonna have uh, maybe I think like the black couch situation. Like we're we're mm -hmm. looking into it, right? Like you're gonna get a whole new set, whole it's new look. Be, yeah, a whole new look. Mm -hmm. um, but the same old podcast. Yeah, yeah. Know? We're still gonna it's be gonna talking be shit about. I mean, we'll, we'll talk twenty minutes of music per episode. We promise. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, everything you love, but it's gonna be in a different space. There's gonna be a lot more room. It's not gonna be so. Um, tightly focused in on yeah. us you know we're going to be lounging Absolutely. and it's going to be much more comfortable there's going to be uh, a kitty yeah there's going to be no no uh um roommates
fights to deal with. We're mm-hmm. going to be getting wild. Oh, so yes, every be, yes, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> this is going to be. Uh, it's almost dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You know what like I mean? Like supervised. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, but we're going in there, and uh, yeah, the. Uh, the inmates are taking or, or mm-hmm. the inmates are buying their own asylum. Yeah. Or renting. We need more of you to like and subscribe before we can buy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this is the farewell episode. We're mm-hmm. very excited. And uh, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get wild. Let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. Let's, let's. Um, so the album we're discussing today. It is Tumbleweed Connection by Elton John, an early Elton John album, and it is nothing like what you are expecting. If um, Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday. If um, you haven't listened to it, I recommend perhaps, um, perhaps give it a listen before you listen to this podcast because you're going to have an idea of what Elton John is, and that's not what we're talking about. I sure as shit did. Yeah. Um, Elton John, obviously, like a champion of uh, of like individualism and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it's been like uh, you know in the public eye for so goddamn long, but definitely like I don't know, like in a Freddie Mercury kind of canon or whatever of like mm-hmm. do your own thing. And uh, so I like pop culturally speaking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I respect uh, yeah. you know the guy for like what he did or you know yeah. whatever, right? You know, kind of pushing some some boundaries forward and shit. That's mm-hmm. cool musically speaking mm-hmm. i mean i think i know like a couple of the hits or whatever of course I right think everyone i think does. my mom listens to this stuff right yeah. like if i'm crocodile gonna sit down Croc- i was listening to that earlier today he has a song called crocodile rock yeah that sounds like oh that song yeah, oh good yeah, no yeah, this yeah, is when yeah. you do that like yeah, yeah when you do that like, it makes <laughs> fucking just yeah it turns the light bulb right on um, no, I don't know anything about clac- crocodile rock, but it sounds like it should be like schoolhouse rock. You know what I mean, like in like a, like a kids' cartoon kind of situation. It's, it's a fun song. But obviously, everyone everyone has uh, every. I'm sure everyone has a favorite Elton. Am I the only guy that doesn't know crocodile rock? It's a it's a classic. All right, it's okay. A, I'll, I'll play it for you after. All I'm right. sure you've heard cool. it before. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, so this is. But a yes, okay. So sorry, yeah. but yeah, sorry to finish my thought. Like the um, yes, sorry. Uh, with Elton John being um, like who he is, like pop culturally, and like I mean now in 2022, like mm-hmm. I mean how long has this guy been fucking famous for? Um, when He's you told been, me that um, we we're gonna do this record, mm-hmm. I went through the Spotify um, uh, list of his discography, and I was kind of like, holy shit, how deep do I have to go here to get to this one? Like he's put out a shitload of music. He has been putting out records for over 50 years. That is insane yeah and uh and, and good for him yeah but this one here mm-hmm. made me laugh <laughs> because jackie mm-hmm. we have an englishman mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a homosexual englishman doing a song about blue collar americana yeah where, like, at this time he was not out oh well that's yeah. cool like i mean yeah. i don't know but like, it just made me laugh so goddamn yeah. hard yeah. that like this is um like I love a concept album, mm-hmm. but like a concept album is like fucking flashers will remember Deltron thirty thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna do a concept, let's go to space. Sure. I'm let's see. You know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. do uh, Parliament. You know what I mean? Like some mm-hmm. fucking delicate shit. Or, you know what I mean? Let's do uh, this. So it's really, really funny that uh, somebody from like the other side of the world or whatever mm-hmm. would look at like hard time American life and like and and let's do like a song about that. But there's mm-hmm. obviously so much history and so much music and stuff to come from there, so much to pull from there. Yeah. That like it's it it works so goddamn well. Yeah. That by the end of it, you're like fuck this. Is, yeah. Album kind of slaps. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, before we get into the minutiae. Uh, we got a fun story for you. What do we got? Um, so there's a statue in Peru uh, that has been vandalized. 
And uh, very common these days. Very common for a statue to get vandalized, Jackie. Now, yeah, I assume so, that this would be like a colonizer. Right. This is somebody that, uh, you know, has uh, like the statue, you know, that's been kind of placed here, maybe like, right. um, you know, symbolizing, you know, the takeover sure. of these people. So, like, I mean, obviously. It's been very common, I think, in the past few years for locals mm -hmm. to vandalize statues. What, right. what, what about this one? Well, uh, this uh, isn't quite the same. Um, how about I just read you guys the title of this article? Sure. Uh, Peruvian statues, giant penis, thrills tourists, but vandals are turned off. <laughs> so, uh, this statue, it's a nine-foot representation um, of a fertility symbol from pre-Columbian, I'm going to butcher uh, the pronunciation, Mojica, Mojica, M-O-C-H-I-C-A. -C I apologize, I'm not going to pronounce this Yeah, correctly. that's fair. Last of the Mohicans was a flick, but it's not yeah, like the Mohican not, not, not spelled I don't the same. Think, I think Mohican doesn't have the C-H in there. Fair enough. And like all the way, I believe Mojica that was... Mojica, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. I, yeah, whatever my pronunciation is, I apologize. Careful, it, Jackie. It back offends. out of the room. Back out of the room. Yeah. Careful. <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody's coming after me. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, the newly erected statue of a grinning man with an enormous phallus has prompted delight and rage in an archaeological hotspot in northern Peru where it's been on show since the beginning of the year. Well, so Jackie, this is any, any time that somebody shows up with a massive hog, mm -hmm. it's going to cause a little bit of excitement yeah. and a little bit of rage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> like jealousy is a, you know, je jealousy is something you have to that you have to kind of compete with. You know, in this environment, right? Mm -hmm. If you're just out here just hanging dong. Yeah. Right? And so, um, any flashes coming to the show, you better not have a huge cock. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring a huge cock. We'll, um, we'll put a, a photo of it right here. here. So you know what we're, what we're referring to. Yeah, we're in 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Um, and so, although perhaps not anatomically correct, the crimson fiberglass structure is a faithful representation of a ceramic vessel from Peru's pre-Columbian Mochica culture, whose people lived in the region between 150 and 700 AD. Um, so this has become a tourist attraction. It's a, um, yeah, a re, I guess a, a re, uh, remake of a previously existing fertility um, sculpture that, you know, existed uh, in AD times. Watch well, you do tiptoe around. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's been like, um, like, a so it's like, basically they took this, um, this particular, it's like a classic, um, like a uh, symbol that they've like recreated like a crucifix or, you know what I mean? Something like exactly. that, right? Like it'd be the same thing that exists I think it's in a like bunch a, of stuff. A literal sculpture that existed or okay. maybe still does exist sure. and they just made it into a big structure. Oh, so somebody just made a little dude with, with yeah. a huge cock and, and then somebody like was the like, this needs to be yeah. 10 feet tall. So I, and I believe the original one is from like, um, uh, you know, but somewhere between 150 and 700 AD. Well, like Jackie, very as fans of Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence, mm -hmm. we know we all know nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in the movie, nothing to lose. Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to the Elton John album or mm -hmm. seen the movie, nothing to lose, okay. stop what you're doing and go and watch those things because mm -hmm. um, there was a pause section, right? So now they can come back. After they, now they've seen the movie. Now that they know. Welcome back. Yeah. Now that they know <laughs> that um, at the end of the movie, Tim Robbins decides not to steal the cash. But the only right. thing that he does deface is the, uh, I believe it was an African fertility statue. Right. So like, 
there's cultures all over the world exactly. that have been making big dick statues for a long time. Exactly. And that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Not for, our people, Jackie. Our people yeah. make little dick statues. Fertility sculpture sculptures is actually um that is the earliest art that we have is fertility sculptures. Jackie, the first thing I ever drew drew was a dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding me? But there's uh, this um the, and it the, was huge. <laughs> the very first um piece of art um so my i took art history in grade 12 and mm, most of it i was oh, fucking around here, but right, so right, right. my memory of this is not going to be correct <laughs> but Jackie. i'm just going to tell you how i remember i love it. how you bring it because like you're like highly educated but to the point where you spoke so much you're just like highly educated like you're just like like i'm sitting next to you on a couch and you're like man you know something about this art right <laughs> yeah. those dick statues are really old just tell me about it so the first um piece of art that we ever discovered the or the oldest piece of art we've ever discovered is um this like woman uh, uh ready to to, to to bear children i don't <laughs> why are you tiptoeing around this thing? this is the last episode of this no, thing get no, wild no, with me no, I'm not are you okay I'm so not is she like on her back legs to, up no i'm not trying to be dodgy i just don't know how to describe it i'm gonna try and okay squat position oldest, um uh, back arched knees no, and no, elbows it's just on the kind ground of like a plump woman. sure okay mm-hmm. oldest uh how do i oldest um oldest piece art, of art discovered oldest art fertility woman watch. sure um here it is it's the first thing that comes up yeah the venus figurine that's the this oldest. is the oldest piece. Okay, so for yeah. the listener out here, ladies and gentlemen, we so have she has big old knockers, just a set of childbearing hips. Um, Jackie, like childbearing yeah. hips, she's been bearing more than children in there. Looks yeah. like she's like on a steady Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, like double cheese diet. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, she's she, she's a big girl. Yeah, she's a big girl, and um, and she looks like she's doing her thing. So how do we know that this is like fertility? Because it also looks like she's got some little panties on. Well, her. I think it's like clearly meant as a symbol of fertility given the the prominence of her sex organs uh you can even see her little her little puss puss (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna put a picture of this up too oh god this episode suddenly requires a lot of editing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah so fertility sculptures have been among the oldest artwork that uh we have i like how like fertility for like so like a big girl back in the days of fertility sculpture but and like a big girl now big it's that it's like um accentuating her childbearing features like those big old titties that are like ripe for feeding and those big old hips that definitely have bared some kids and then like the little uh her her little coochie which is like uh, very is pretty pronounced, and then she has like absolutely, you know, like yeah, it's okay. very clearly like. Um, anyways, so these <laughs> kind of representations, because like it looks like a fertility statue, it could just be like more like 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 beat material for like a little kid who's like has like a say he's like a potter, a young sure. potter, not a wizard, but mm-hmm. a potter. You yes. know what I mean? And say like instead of making like uh <laughs> you know like um like like pots for that day, he like put together this little thing, and then like um so it could be like the first. You know, they didn't have magazines mm-hmm. in, like, AD periods, right? right? So, like, maybe he was just taking that thing to spank to him. Maybe that yeah. was just what he thought was beautiful at the time rather than... Why am I trying to argue But this? you could say the same <laughs> thing for, like, uh, figurines with big old dicks, you know? That's, what, we, think, that's what I'm um, doing. From, uh, from what we understand, these are symbols, representations of fertility. Because in early cultures, 
obviously it's about staying alive it's about keeping the keeping the keeping the train moving no i I, I agree celebrated and even in our culture today except now it's all like sexualized that's still like why we're drawn to those things you know is that like human desire to like keep the keep the species alive sometimes when i think yeah okay so sometimes like right before um like right before i'm about to just like bust Mm -hmm. ah Mm -hmm. in the back of my head i'm like put a baby inside of her (laughs) (laughs) and like i know that that's not like the desired outcome but there is this like fucking animal Mm -hmm. urge or whatever you know what i mean like at that time that i think like uh, yeah so like a part of me like the dr jekyll or or you know mr hyde whichever one is just like fucking pregnant <laughs> let's get her yeah, pregnant yeah yeah i think you know that's I mean? a normal yeah 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 i think everyone kind of feels that's that not something that i do every time that's just something i do with you <laughs> <laughs> no, every time. over the course of history yeah <laughs> <laughs> you keep walking yourself down this hole <laughs> jackie you got a ladder to climb out of this fucking hole that I'm yeah um but yeah i think that's like a normal i think that's a pretty normal uh just instinct thought that people have yeah because you know that's part of our there are probably our biggest drive obviously our biggest drive is to survive and on a macro scale for our whole species to survive so of course fertility has been very important i'm so glad we went over this history (laughs) i'm pumped too i didn't read the article so i was like okay hold like let's we're just gonna go with it but you know i mean there's there's enough there's enough legs to walk with here yeah the layman's description of um, the history of fertility sculptures is that what i was gonna say like the layman's description could be like another name for the show like <laughs> for fucking music topics anything that you want yeah you're gonna get a very uneducated thing and in the background <laughs> you're gonna hear jackie rummaging through paper bags <laughs> yeah. we're drinking again on the show ladies and gentlemen do you remember like our when um uh like when we very first started hanging out at vfs and we and it was the very first time i met garrett actually and we had like a whole fucking we just went on like a fucking 30 minute riff about layman oh well i mean i don't remember it specifically but <laughs> yeah. like we that sparked like um yeah like it's a, become like an ongoing it's, bit. yeah for us yeah, but like i think yeah. like for like layman's terms was like even like a oh shit we're not gonna give away we're yeah. not gonna give away anyway any future problems yeah but um, anyway, so back to this particular fertility sculpture. Um, so despite its um, historical fidelity, the nine foot tall fertility, fertility, fertility symbol has already been attacked by vandals who smashed a hole in the statue and reportedly fired shots in the air as they fled, which is wild. I mean, like the... By now, you've seen the photo that we've edited in, and mm-hmm. you'll <coughs> see that the the this prominent man is holding one arm up, strong, dick yeah. strong, and a ten foot cock on. And like awesome. this statue has has to be like superbly made because they were. I'll describe the event. Then they we'll did get what to any regular person damage. would do, Jackie. Would every time that you see a big dick, what you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to smash a hole in it and, and shoot and shoot and shoot and, and shoot, <laughs> shoot a pistol in the air. But okay, so I'm going to describe the event because it's wild how um, extreme it was. So basically, so um, I'm not going to try. Arturo Fernandez Bazan, the mayor of uh, Moc Mochi, uh, the district named after the ancient culture, okay. told local media. At two in the morning, 
three hooded criminals held a knife to the security guard's neck to keep him from reacting or calling his colleagues on the radio and two of them damaged the phallus what kind of security is it this at this park or at this like site of like a like artistic sculpture tourist attraction okay okay Um, but so i'm just trying to imagine this so there's three vandals they come in and they're like it's this is so important to them that they're gonna hold a knife to the security guard's neck so they can get this done and all they fucking do is smash a hole they don't even topple it over they didn't even there's no like the tip isn't gone there's just a hole in one side of the of the tip See, this is symbolism for like little dick dude anger yeah. you know what i mean right like, like literally I mean, just bash just be happy with what tip. you got i'm not speaking yeah. over here like i'm Did fucking even... packing hog jackie i'm just saying <laughs> be happy with what you got because i'm sure it could be worse you know what i mean right yeah. but that's such fucking little dick behavior mm-hmm. is just to like roll up to a place they didn't even like, take if the you're tip gonna, off if you're gonna like um like deface mm-hmm. anything really i think if you have like a like a you know like a a uh a message behind it or it's like art and it's going to be either like funny or political in whatever sense it's like we watched um uh, go check out in declines um a uh, new video that they just put out in decline is like an art collective and they go and do like um kind of like disruptive art mm-hmm. installations all over the place they did the donald trump little dick thing it's um oh yeah the new video That's is fun. called uh, uh side hustles it's fantastic check it out it right really so good. for that um uh you know f- in in that sense you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that's I, I love everything they do because they're protesting like abortion rights and yeah, um, yeah. you know what I mean, like I mean, uh, gun control vandal, and all of that stuff. So for like a vandal very, here, like these yeah, are just angry little dick dudes yeah. that are just gonna go and like see like that's that's the power of mm-hmm. the big dick, Jackie. The prominent yeah. dick just still stands strong. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They didn't, <laughs> they didn't even knock, talk to the, <laughs> They didn't even knock the tip off. Jackie, you want to take a big dick down? You go from the base. Right. Everybody knows that. Exactly. And it's just like <laughs> in the one side of the tip, they just knocked a hole in it and then pop pop. And then fucking whoever, was, yeah, and then whoever was fucking holding the knife to the security guard was like, "You guys, we're good, we're good." <laughs> runs off like it didn't have to be that fucking serious, dude. Like, <laughs> I love how like they went up there like let's crazy. let's fuck that big dick up because like they're all like they're they're bummed, right? Like, so imagine, okay, like you're mm-hmm. at the bar, three, you know, you and two of your buddies, yeah. um, everybody gets shot down, yeah. right? Maybe like you didn't even meet up with your buddies there, right? Like you were there like mm-hmm. um, for like your own date kind of situation, right? You get stood up and then there's two of your other buddies that you run into, right? And they're not mm-hmm. getting any luck either. And they're like, I mean, you know that big dick statue over there? And mm-hmm. they're like, like that's way, that's the way that like that men work. You know what I mean? It's probably after yeah. like, a couple beers and let's, let's make a probably. fucking, let's do something fucking dumb. And then you get there and then like you, you're there to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's like a security guard there and all of a sudden like it just escalates. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right? then they try to fucking like fuck the fact up the that this statue is world and news. they couldn't get Yeah. The, the fact yeah. that this is fucking like even world news. It's just like, yeah. it sounds like three dudes just like went out to fuck some shit up. Imagine like being the security guard. So you're there and it's probably like, uh, I imagine for most security guard positions, 96% of the time, it's very boring. Mike Bods is a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're going to go hold up Bods, man? Exactly. I love that guy. What, are you going to fucking put a knife and in his neck? Then, it's crazy. So you're, you're keeping watch of this fucking fertility sculpture. And then all of a sudden, uh, worst case scenario happens. You're fucking, a knife is held to your throat. You're terrified. You're being held captive. Um, they leave, you hear fucking shots go off in the air. You're like, holy fuck, this is worst case scenario. I'm terrified. This is crazy. Um, I can't even imagine the damage they've done. I love and that the security <laughs> guard that this happened to was like, yeah. you know, he's talking to his, his wife. Maybe he's like mm-hmm. ex, uh, 
yeah, you know, mm-hmm. security guards, it's not like ex like police mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? The guy just like wants to like just a cushy job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chilling, right? And uh, he's talking to his wife and he's like, well, I mean, I got two offers here. I could go protect the dick statues mm-hmm. or the bank. Yeah. And she's looking at him like, you like, probably do the do dick, dick statues. Statue, you know what yeah. I mean? It's going to be so much safer. And then boom. Yeah. And <laughs> then know? you go to assess the damage and all they've done is fucking knocked a hole on one side of the tip. You're like, fucking seriously, bro? <laughs> like, at least it's knock so the awesome. dick off. That's what, I mean, like, the big dick's always going to be on the pedestal. You yeah. Know what I mean? And it's strong. And you're going to go there, right? Like, you need at least like, um, yeah. you know, like the thing is like they're from Peru. Maybe they don't have like the logging culture mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like in your background or maybe. I guess by both of ours or whatever, yeah, right? You yeah. know what I mean? It's British Columbian culture or whatever, right? Mm. Like if you're going to go and you're going to attack something with like, you know what I mean? Any cock with over like a 10 inch base, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're going to need a chainsaw. You're going to need, you know, pro- some kind of like proper protective gear and stuff like that. We that know all about fallen trees. We know everything about, fa- <laughs> we know, I know about as much about falling trees as I do about building knives because <laughs> like I just watch TV shows about them. Yeah, yeah. So like I've never like fallen a tree. It's an all day event. I did fall a tree actually one time. I was such a <laughs> pussy. It was like, it was fucking like four inches around. Yeah. And I'm like, zzz, zzz, zzz. I'm trying to like do it all like, like the way I've seen it before. My yeah. buddy just puts his hand on it and pushes it over. <laughs> like, You're a bitch. Yeah. So that's, um, that's me. So this mayor has said that he plans to erect up to 30 more statues representing yeah, this culture dude. about yeah. a third of which will represent erotic acts or childbirth which awesome. i love so this one are these like wood carvings or like uh no i believe it's ceramic oh, you said carbon fiber okay, yeah yeah okay, cool um so this one uh dick gets um mildly vandalized and he's like we're putting up 30 more let that be a lesson to you fellas <laughs> yeah. right you go take down one big dick yeah. you're gonna have 30 more that's following. how it works that's, this, <laughs> yeah. that's science Jackie. when you knock on the side so you punch a hole in the side of this big dick tip you don't know what's getting released into the air. Right? What they what mm-hmm. they did without knowing it, without actually mm-hmm. knocking down the dick, they actually did tip over a domino of dicks. And they're they're gonna see Sports. the effects exactly. They're gonna see yeah. the effects from this. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. I, I, for years to come, I imagine. Yeah. And so in this this culture, um, these sorts of statues aren't considered sexual, but they represent like the their god or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um it's just it's just a guy with a nine foot cock, Jack. You don't have to make yeah. it sexual. You know what's <laughs> there? So this mayor, I'm just like reading parts of this article for the first time. Fun fact: this mayor worked as a gynecologist before entering local politics. <laughs> See, Jackie, this yeah, is the you're kind being of like there's nothing sexual. <laughs> this is the kind of public service we He's like, guys, I made a living off of looking at puss. All right, there's nothing weird about the giant dick that I'm putting in the town square. You know what I mean? We need to we need to start thinking about our culture. We need to start representing our history. I love this so much, and I am for. Um, I think this mayor should, mm-hmm. you know, run for a higher office. Yeah, as Peruvian president of the world, maybe. Yeah, and then the Peru's culture minister said, as Peruvians, we should all feel proud of our diverse heritage, including the sexual or erotic parts, which is inherent to human being. Fuck yeah. Into that. I'm super into that. And then she added, 
that while nothing justifies the violence against the security guard, greater efforts to explain the cultural significance of the statue to the local population might help avoid further uh, events such as this. It's about education. It's the mm. same thing with anything. I think that's a really good stance that they're going to try to take, right? Yeah. Rather than, you know what I mean, like fire and brimstone or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's... um. Let's show everybody pictures of fucking and how much fun it is. Yeah. And then we can, you know, put up these, like, wicked cool statues. Yeah. And everybody can just get back to doing their thing. I think, like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm cool with... Yeah. I remember when I went to uh, Cuba, I was in grade nine. So how old is that? Like, um... 14, not old enough 15 like 15 <laughs> yeah i was i was super young i was 50 because i remember because in cuba the drinking age is like 16 i remember i couldn't even drink there yet oh, wow, okay. um so i was probably 15 um and uh at that time you know when you're like a kid or for me anyways when i was like younger whenever i would go places i felt the need to bring back a little uh gifts for like all of my friends no you care about people too much <laughs> I would I always go, do that, but I come, it would back, with the, I come like, back with stories. Yeah, <laughs> and it would always be like the cheapest. Like every the times I went. Oh, to I've also never been to like Mexico or like anybody like. Cool. Yeah, it would to, like, always Vancouver. just be like cheap, like little touristy things. Yeah, like yeah. the times I went to New York, I just buy everyone a. I love New York t-shirts. Yeah, but I remember when I went to Cuba, they had all these fucking. Um, one of the markets we went to had all these little ceramic, like kind of yeah ceramic um sculptures of frogs fucking and so i just bought like fucking five of them that's and awesome just handed them out Little doggy style <laughs> frogs? i don't remember there was, was one, one on her back like cause that's cool i do remember one of them like the male or i don't know if it was the male or female frog one of them was kind of like leaning back like this and the other one was like going down on them Decent. and they were like sitting on a log Oh. Yeah, I believe all of them. They were the the sexual acts were taking place on upon, or over upon a log. It's <laughs> 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 good, you know. You want something in there that you know kind of help you up, right? Yeah, assist, you know, aid a little bit, right? Yeah. I'm a tall guy. I don't mind, you know. I mean, yeah, I, like a little height. I forget who I gave. I know one of them went to Brittany Peebles. Um, uh, she definitely isn't watching this, but uh, I'll Peebles, reach out have, yeah. because I, it was semi recently. Because we don't, um, we were close in middle school, and then she moved away, and we haven't really kept touch. But every once in a while, nobody I throws away a blowjob frog. And it was like semi recently right? that I received a photo from her, being like, "I still have this," um, oh. but I don't know in my I because my memory is is all fucked up. I don't know if semi recently was like a year ago or if it was like five years ago. Shout out to ECT and concussions, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> what we're dealing e -C -T, with here. ECT, Is it CTE? <laughs> Shout out to dyslexia as well, apparently. I don't know. I'm not saying like, you don't come here, you know, for the facts, right? You come here for the truth <laughs> as we see it. <laughs> and I believe those former statements or those uh, mm -hmm. past statements to be true. Yeah. And um, I don't have CTE. But uh, if you suddenly have a violent death, uh, who's to say? <laughs> this bitch is going to kill me. <laughs> you're just like Antonio Brown, a motherfucker. Yeah. Like you just like beat the shit out of me in an or elevator. What's his name? What's the one, the football player, Aaron? Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. That yeah. one's wilder. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. You're gonna Hernandez me, kill me and two of my buds. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Anyways, 
I digress. Um, yeah, I should I should reach out and see if um, see if she has that still, or even if she has a photo of that still, of that uh, the frog statue. But yeah, <laughs> we still have the frog. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in like Cuba, I remember there were all sorts of. I don't. I, they weren't really fertility. They were just like fucking. Jackie, there's nothing about this is fertility. <laughs> yeah, there's. There, it's so fifteen year old girls could be like, this is hilarious, yeah. and buy five of them to bring home to their friends. Yeah. This is not about oh like cultural God. fertility or like a, this is like the sustenance or the yeah. you know sustaining the the human race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like a hypersexual like fit from ages like fucking thirteen to sixteen. I lost my virginity twice in the same day when I was thirteen. You were, you were two peas in a pod. Goofies in a gross, just luby, <laughs> sweaty, humid little pot. Do you remember that thing they had on Facebook where it was like you would vote people? Um, it was like Facebook used to have these kind of like games within it or apps within it. And you would vote people on your friends list, like funniest, uh, prettiest, smartest, whatever. No. I oh fuck I I'm, I'm gonna have to ask people what the name of this was but it was this thing on Facebook that just everyone had on their Facebook and you voted people on your friends list sure um and I remember like I never really ranked on any of them except funniest and then people could like comment uh, so the rankings would come out and people would, could comment on sure. like yeah, the yeah. rankings and I don't know if I was like ranked like first fun i was in like top three or whatever i remember well, someone two did, bitches yeah i remember <laughs> like someone commented like all she does is talk about dicks that's not funny and i was like fucking 14 <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they, it was like an anonymous comment too like i didn't know who just said bitch has all yeah. she oh my god yeah <laughs> That's hilarious, because I've seen your act. <laughs> Lots of people would beg to differ now. <laughs> we pay money to hear me talk about dicks. It's just so cool that, like, um, I think, like, uh, a lot of the stuff that, like, I thought that was funny at, like, 15, I've had to kind of, like, you know, like, to look at things, like, a different way and be like, no, no, there's mm -hmm. still, like, there's, there's still a comedy in here, but... Mm -hmm. But, like, what's, like, the way that I'm going to, like, approach it or whatever? Mm -hmm. You? No. Nah. <laughs> Dicks. Straight ahead. <laughs> it was pretty, like, juvenile back in the day. We would fucking draw. Oh, dear. I don't know if I want to talk about this. We can move forward. We can move forward. We can move forward. Yeah. It's totally fine. I'll tell <laughs> you guys later, too. Talk Sorry about art artistic renderings. Yeah. Jackie, um, can we talk about Elton John? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll We're 40 minutes in here. We're 40 minutes in, Jackie. We'll get into the album. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, you guys. <laughs> okay. Flip the page. Okay. The album for today, as we've mentioned. <laughs> I thought that you were going to continue with the article. That would have been fucking yeah. hilarious. So what we used to draw. It was... <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. Tumbleweed Connection. Okay. The album for today, uh, as as previously mentioned, is <laughs> just stop. <laughs> um, it's uh, Tumbleweed Connection by Elton John. It's his third studio album released in 1970. Um, as we said, it's a concept album that's based on like country, western, like Americana yep. themes. Um, and so this... Uh. Yeah, <laughs> started recording. It's my girl. 
the recording <laughs> for this album uh I've, guys i think we got jackie drunk on last episode <laughs> I literally one i know i'm watching you i'm not even drunk i've I watched you put back so much alcohol <laughs> like compete with me drink for drink <laughs> on nights i fucking weighed 200 pounds more than you actually i only weigh like 200 some odd pounds but I, I was significant yeah amount no I, i'm fine i just ha- i'm just she having the giggles, giggles. <laughs> oh, the giggles. <laughs> yeah okay so um they started recording this album just like weeks after his previous album came out, which was his self-titled sophomore album. Um, and it had the single Your Song, which is, uh, you can tell anybody this is your song, you know? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> they had it and um, they did it. They covered it in Moulin Rouge. Okay. Ewan McGregor sings it to Nicole Kidman. Well, then, like, I that was, was probably, probably a fantastic performance. Like, I was super yeah. into that movie when you showed it to me. <laughs> I was probably, like, singing over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch so much. I didn't watch Moulin Rouge so much as I watched you perform along to it in front of the seat, in front of the TV. So, it was, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, but, uh, yeah, your song is a very popular song um, that's been covered, like, millions of times. Okay. Um, and that was on his second album. And so that's already very like, um, like orchestra strings, like it's a whole production. Okay. And so he starts recording this album weeks after that album comes out. And he's like tired of all the bullshit. Yeah. Tired so of it's all these orchestra talks. Yeah. Recorded at the same studio in London. It's a much more low key, uh, vibe. And so right before it came out, Elton John said that it may surprise quite a lot of people, but if I'd done another orchestral album, I reckon I'd have been labeled for the rest of my life. And so it's kind of like um, similar to what we were talking about uh, with POS. We're just like constantly like redefining yourself. Yeah. And okay, like doing yeah. it consciously totally. for yourself, not just to not to be more commercial or whatever. Do you have like any idea what the critical response was? Because I mean, POS being an underground kind of artist for more or less. Um, mm-hmm. Well, for more, definitely. But uh, like with Elton John, obviously, pro- like was he at the height of his fame here? Or not, not at the height. This no, is his third album. But still, mm-hmm. like, um, you know what I mean? Definitely like the, 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 the young rising star. Yeah, so this is before he became this mega pop star. So it was before okay. the glasses and the okay. costumes okay. and all okay. of that. But it's hard to put a timeline on it. But if you yeah. do um, like that, something like that at the beginning of your career, before you become like, but that you know being I mean? said, like, like something like a like like there's there's only like like Elton John's like like fucking like Prince Madonna. Exactly, you know what I mean? There's yeah. only like a few of these like um, mm. you know what I mean? Like ultra ultra stars that have yeah. like kind of maintained for. You know, over the course of years, I think when you do those, like if he made that decision weeks after his second album came out, orchestral, mm-hmm. big, I imagine, um, to mm-hmm. something like a little bit, not only more stripped down, like um, completely, uh, you know, of a different kind of like era or culture. Mm-hmm. And if it was received well, then like then then you can kind of see like that's, you know, um, now every star is kind of like they—they they all seem so fake. Everybody seems kind of kind of pieced together, mm-hmm. um, or doing it for whatever reason, right? There's a few like artists, especially like in the pop sphere, that seem to be like making music for themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, if he was gonna do, like make that jump or whatever and do it because he wanted to do it at that time, then like that's 
pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and like his second album was big. Like he already had made a name for himself with his first two albums. Okay. Like that song, Your Song, is a huge single to this day. It's a huge Late fucking 60s, song. Late 60s, this kid wrote 1970. Yeah, and, like um, massive song. Like, um, that's rad, yeah. No, and so then he d- came up with something completely fucking different. And he I did respect it because the shit out of it. If I was a fan mm-hmm. of his like first two albums, it would be awesome because I would love to see how I would be like so upset with mm-hmm. this release. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I this think th- about it was very so well received. Oh, for um, yeah, yeah. But, and even if you look at like his career through the years, this kind of, it's, not kind of it has been a theme that he's always done whatever the fuck he wants to do it's Alicia always keys whatever's it's whatever wears whatever the fuck alicia keys wants to exactly wear. Yeah. and elton john makes whatever fucking music he wants to make and like Shout it is always and like he um even yeah so even if you look at like in um it's not even recent years now but way later this is in 20 his years ago this is 90s early yeah. 2000s Eminem, like with the, at the grammys that we're talking about yeah, yeah but it not even just like this damn performance at the grammys but that he like forged a friendship with eminem at a yeah. time when everyone was calling eminem a homophobic piece of shit mm-hmm. and he like is like remains friends with eminem to this day and he became like a mentor for him to like um help him through like his like addictions and stuff yeah really? yeah 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 like they were like but still are cool. and he yeah and eminem has called him like a mentor when he was like kind of struggling with addictions trying yeah, to get yeah, out yeah. of it because elton john yeah, relapse been through sucked that. yeah yeah like, <laughs> became like the biggest like i mean he was already mm-hmm. like the biggest like rap star in the world mm-hmm. and then that elton john kind of thing came out mm-hmm. and it was cool because like you could see like that defining line is like okay we need to stop talking about what like uh like the content of what people are saying and start mm-hmm. focusing on art you know yeah. what I mean? and if somebody like that can come in and be like no no, no i understand where he's you know like where he's coming from what do you see you yeah. know what i mean like for like and the that fact that it wasn't like just a performance like it wasn't just like this is going to shock people the fact that he actually like formed a friendship with him i watched it, it live like when i was a kid i watched yeah. it, i remember it and like um elton john is like uh you knew that it was coming up i believe they like mm-hmm. announced it or something like in the grammys like you know coming up uh you know i mean mm-hmm. elton john and, and eminem are performing i, I believe they had mm-hmm. mentioned something like that yeah, that it was yeah. going to happen but Eminem comes out and does the um, mm-hmm. like the f- like the opening like thing of Stan or whatever. Yeah. And then the like, instead of Dido, it's like the the yeah, reveal yeah. of Elton John like kind of comes around yeah, and yeah. shit and like everybody like fucking like went nuts. And I remember like um, I was pretty young at the time and definitely an Eminem fan mm-hmm. more so more of like a more than like an Elton John fan. But mm-hmm. I was doing some shit. You know what I mean? That was more Elton John than it was Eminem. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? There was, like, I get goosebumps, like, thinking about, like, you know what I mean? Like, that moment. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Right? And it was so genuine. And I feel like he's always I been, I thought like, that as, like, a 13 authentic. or as a 12, 13-year-old kid or whatever, when I saw that mm-hmm. performance, I was like, oh, shit. You know, everybody needs to shut the fuck up because these yeah. guys are cool. But, like, it, it, it becomes, I think that was, like, mm-hmm. um, thinking back, that's one of, like, those polarizing moments from, like, um, what you consider mm-hmm. to be art versus what the media tells you. You know what I mean? Like, how to feel. And I can't imagine. I mean, like, maybe at that time it wasn't as bad. But I can't imagine, if it, say it was a similar situation now and Elton John did that, the amount of criticism he would receive from his own community. Now? Oh, um, my God. Because of the Fuck. representation that Eminem had. Yep. Um, and I imagine there was lots of that Shit, then Shit, that's as well. a really interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I don't, like, give a fuck, you know? What happened to Stonewall gays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I support, I will fight for everybody's right to live freely and shit. Yeah. But could everybody just get a little tougher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, Elton John has said that this album 
lyrically and melodically, it's probably one of their most perfect albums. He says, I don't think there's any song on there that doesn't melodically fit the lyrics. At the first listening, the only hang-ups that I had were the second track and mm-hmm. um, I think the one right before the end, mm-hmm. second listen. Second track didn't really grow on me. It's a little bit more ballady, and like yep. the rest of the like the front album, like the front of half of this album is really mm-hmm. like um, country in a way that's not slow. Mm-hmm. You know, fun, kind of like even the um, like um, uh, what's the third track? Uh, blah, blah blah blah. I was singing it for you when you came in here. Amarina. Amarina's the hit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Son of your father is country really comfort. good. Country comfort is the shit. Mm-hmm. Like it I'm good old country comfort. There are so many you know what I mean? good, like catchy That's sing-along like tunes. Son of your father. Yeah. Country comfort. Is Son of your father and a Charlie Gambino song? Because no. I feel like yeah. <laughs> Son of your father. You know what I mean? Right? The lyrics. A little bit hard. Yeah, the, the, the And the other so one that's um uh now they found me. Right. Yeah, they found me. It's hard to run. From the stone of fire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, idea that, like, um, there's a lot of, like, the, like the blue-collar stuff. There's mm-hmm. a thing in, like, in Country Comfort where they're talking about, um, like, uh, industry kind of changing and mm-hmm. a, a factory getting another machine that's going to save labor costs by 15 men. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? So, like, from, like, the, the foreman's perspective, telling that to a worker where the worker's like, wait a minute, that's 15 of my coworkers mm-hmm. who just don't have a job. Now. You know what I mean? Like, all of that stuff is so like ingrained in mm-hmm. Americana and like um and like blue collar kind of like mm-hmm. working music where it's not the stuff that I gravitated towards as a young kid mm-hmm. but as like a like an aging adult with like a bo- you know what I mean yeah that has lived like you know what I mean like a like a sincere blue collar life and stuff mm-hmm. like that those lyrics will always get to me yeah more than you know like a lot of it's anything crazy else. it's always like hardship and it's always you know what i mean it's about like you know how is the you know we're going to have to fucking stand online for bread or whatever right mm-hmm. that is um is like i mean obviously bread lines are you know uh mm-hmm. stretch generations and <laughs> civilizations but the um like the the idea of something so like specifically american yeah coming from him is so the fact that he did it so well it's it's, it's and he was it's, such a new artist at the time it's better than a lot of like it's better than a lot of americans that, yeah that write and, songs the, about and that it kind doesn't of feel like he's trying to sort of he's it doesn't feel it's like just a good heartfelt song it feels you know like I mean? very like authentic. It it, it does. It and, feels and like the lyrics. Exactly, are that's from a fucking great point yeah. because authenticity is so goddamn important to us. Yeah. And when I'm listening to this, that's what's so funny about this album. Yeah, is yeah. there's nothing authentic about it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it d- so yeah. good. You know like the I mean? storytelling is so good. This like, motherfucker yeah. has. I've been watching the Americans. Go check mm-hmm. out the Americans. Both spies and espionage. Great mm-hmm. fucking show. This is a fucking spy. <laughs> this fucking album has a fucking mustache on and yeah. glasses and shit, and it's just fronting like it's been in Kansas city the whole time yeah and um it was really cool because a lot of like um like too hard up country stuff it's 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 regional and there's some like twang to it and there's like you know what i mean there's there's a lot of like country that i don't really go for there's a lot of country that i do go for lyrically speaking like kind of like outlaw you know what i mean kind of shit or whatever Mm -hmm. right um this one kind of like just like rides a fucking line in between i think it's because like um maybe not so much like lyrically speaking but like Mm -hmm. the the, the total package mm-hmm. of like um, of lyrics and the songwriting itself is just like, you know, I I want to shit on a record on this show. <laughs> I want to shit on a record on this show really bad. And I'm, I probably mm-hmm. fucking said a few negative things about some stuff, but mm-hmm. like this one at the end of the at, at the yeah. end of the at the end of the listen to both listens, I'm like fuck. I like I said, there's mm-hmm. a bonus 
Yeah. Um, songs on Spotify or whatever. I listen to all those too. Piano yeah. Demos and shit like that. And so um, yeah, and it sold really quickly when it came out. Did really well. Um, a lot of critics um, have called it a near perfect album and one of the best country rock albums of all time. Um, it's not Jeremy Renner. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And so, um, so some background for those of you who uh, maybe don't know. Um, uh, about like Elton Elton John's uh, writing, I uh, so he um, actually has a writing partner who writes his lyrics, um, and so basically the story behind that all of them in yeah in 1967, Jeez. Elton John answered an advertisement for talent that was placed uh, in a newspaper by Liberty Records, and uh, Bernie Taupin I think I pronounced that correctly. I apologize if I'm not. Uh, answered the same advertisement and neither Toppin nor Elton John passed the audition for Liberty Records and then Elton told like the man at the front behind the desk that he can't write lyrics and so the man handed Elton a sealed envelope from a pile of people who were submitting lyrics and like, he, just give this guy a fucking call and so he opened up this envelope on like the train ride home and the envelope contained poems by Bernie Toppin and they've been writing partners ever since. And so, yeah. And so Elton John has said it's the longest relationship he's had with anyone ever. 50 plus years, like his whole career. To he, this, this day. To this still. day. So this advertisement that they both answered, it was Does pre- he wear crazy shit too? <laughs> no, no. But they're like fucking best friends. Like they're adorable. Does and Bernie does get 50% of Elton John money? They, they, no spl- fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They, they definitely like, spl- I don't know if it's 50%, but they have a very, very good relationship. I so Elton definitely is not stuff. holding anything from him. Like he gets, cool. he gets what he's, what he's doing. That's the best fucking job in the world. Right. Man. And so, Bernie is killing yeah. Man. And so he's written uh, the vast majority of Elton John's lyrics. Like oh, all shit. those hit songs you can think of, Bernie wrote those lyrics. Saturday, Bernie. And so and so Elton does all of the the musical composition. I feel the burn. But uh but yeah, Bernie Toppin um writes the lyrics. And so which is like kind of weird I'm for a like a lyric guy. I love lyrics, right? I'm yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, especially if you don't know because obviously when you think of hit songs, you think of the lyrics and that's do, like yeah. associated with the person singing them. But it's not his lyrics. Um, they're written for him by someone he's very close with, but he writes the music and Bernie writes the lyrics. And so, do you think that that uh, like takes away from like Elton John's like artistry? It doesn't all? from Elton John. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, in hip hop, I think it's very important. Yeah, it's a different medium for sure. Of, yeah. But Easy E, like, uh, but but hip hop evolved to what it is today, mm-hmm. right? So. When NWA came out, it was more of like, I mean, there was already technical rappers and, and, and good stuff. They wanted to like do something, you know, different. And they did, right? Mm-hmm. They fucking got on an FBI watch list and crazy shit like that or whatever. Easy e was the first breakout star of NWA, mm-hmm. right? Dr. Dre was there. Ice Cube was there. Absolutely. MC Ren and Yellow still never really fucking broke through. Sorry, boys. Mm-hmm. But um, Easy e being the first... Um, like the like the the first star that was really pushed forward from NWA, and I believe Easy E's album came out maybe even before Straight Outta Compton or like or shortly thereafter. He was the one that was um, that was like kind of pushed forward, even though Ice Cube 
to this day still well i mean obviously he's, he's not around mm-hmm. but you know what i mean ice cube is obviously like the like a driving force you know what i mean he has the face he has the voice yeah and the lyrical skill ice cube wrote 90 percent of the words that easy ever fucking you know like rapped or whatever on nwa records and when even when nwa starts to do like um like real motherfucking g's and they start to um um with uh, Jerry Heller and the all the money and everything kind of like went sideways when NWA starts to break up. Yeah, I really don't think Easy E wrote the lyrics to Real Motherfucking G's either. Right. It's probably more of like an MC Ren thing or something yeah. like that. Now, you got a guy like P Diddy. Mm-hmm. There's a Royce to Five Nine, fantastic rappers. Uh, Eminem's or um, friend from Detroit. Um, he was like the one I think one of the only features on Eminem's first album the fucking song named Bad Meets Evil which is fantastic Royce Five Nine's great fucking rapper um, he on one of his songs on one of his albums that I'm listening to he's like um, you know he makes money on the side ghostwriting for other people right so even for like a rapper to, to announce that is like okay fair enough but to announce who you're ghostwriting for is kind of weird mm-hmm. as well right because yeah, like people yeah, want to like to, to maintain that yeah exactly that thing right but it's pretty cool in hip-hop too because like you're talking shit so he's yeah. like i ghostwrite if i want to i could let diddy diss you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, which is pretty funny yeah. you know what i mean so for like that so it doesn't really matter like um like who's putting the thing out if at, at the end of the day it's whoever you know whoever penned it has the final say in that sense yeah. but at the end of the day not as many people are going to hear that Roy song is going to hear that Diddy song that even though that that, that he worked on. So mm-hmm. I think for me in like in a in a in a situation where like your individual um, like personality is what drives like, you know, like mm-hmm. the all the art that you make. Then if you're not writing your own songs, then that could be like an issue for me in an Elton John situation. Mm hmm. I, cause I think I don't necessarily care. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, if it was like, if it was Elton and Bernie, but yeah, Bernie doesn't play any fucking instruments or perform live. Well, yeah. And I think that's so like, if that, that was a thing, if they were a two piece, yeah, it'd make more sense. But, but their like partnership is so unique. So yeah, I think for like hip hop, it's kind of different because that genre is mm-hmm. so lyrically driven Exactly. where it feels, it's almost off putting. Uh, when you know if it's someone else's words. If, you, if you're saying mouth, something yeah. so fucking emphatically, exactly. like this is what I fucking believe, exactly. and you're not the guy that fucking wrote it, then what the fuck are the you music, doing? The music. Um, right? Well, like obviously the the genre has evolved, but especially at its roots, that music is so lyrically forward, and like the actual musical part of it kind of takes uh, like a second. And obviously that's a generalization, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we generalize a lot on the show, though, so that's fine. Yeah, and especially now, hip hop has evolved. If you look at fucking childish Gambino, like the hip, the music is it's to huge, what it is. It is. I mean, hip hop is a is an umbrella but like rock and roll is now. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like it could span to like death metal to punk. But I think if you look at like Elton John's music, and it's such like a unique partnership because they write like together so like he'll bernie will write the lyrics and elton will compose music to go along with it or vice versa and bernie and elton have a 50 plus year friendship and so it's not like you're just writing for a stranger I'm like he's that, writing right? yeah, in like elton's he's not voice to, like there's not a camp like of people there are 50 people that are just cranking out songs for elton to do like it's a it's a it's a it's a partnership i imagine and, like, it's very they, collaborative too like this is what they want to talk about totally sure, you know? and like the, the genre of music he does the musical composition is just as big of a part of it as the Fuck lyrics yeah that's yeah. why you can't say one way or the other right? and because like, like if Elton, and yeah if, he's if, sitting if, there on the fucking piano like Elton you can't take away from his just skills. raking and shit yeah, and like yeah. not doing anything like if he was just up there kind of like uh 
uh, I don't know, like, I don't want to take anything away from, like, any, like, pop story, but when I was a kid, you'd see, mm-hmm. like, George Michael performing, and gotta have faith. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like Elton the whole time is on the fucking piano. Like, he's working. Like, he's not, no one is, uh, beating him anything yeah and i should, should know george michael i'm sure mm-hmm. he's a great performer or whatever but, yeah, but, like, yeah, but, but there was there, there was something that was yeah. you know what i mean like um there's a lot of like um or even like female pop stars and stuff yeah. right now they can really just come out and like back in the day like when britney spears was doing slave for you with the fucking mm-hmm. you know like a whole dance that she was like kind of like a part of when you see like kind of performances now mm-hmm. it's just kind of like phoned in just like a girl in high heels and a microphone yeah that's not like dancing with the background dancers like janet was and shit like that or whatever mm-hmm. right? i think there's like a level of performance that you know that like that that is that it's needed in pop but there's also like um like does carrie underwood who writes those songs need to fucking dance with those people as well so i don't know it's It's hard to say everybody's like each individual pop star or whatever has to like craft their thing Mm -hmm. and um i'm not mad at elton or whatever even Mm -hmm. though he fucking probably created just like a laundry list of shit yeah he created the like i I, yeah some of this is what like Mm -hmm. the the, the genre of music that I love was railing against. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's I mean? like weird to think about that like pop stars like back in like when I was a kid, such a big part of it was the dancing. Oh, like I if you so bad, Jackie, I'm sorry. We can pause. I have to pee as well. Oh, Roses are red, mm-hmm. violets are blue. I've heard that. We love shaved balls. Yeah we do. How about you? Valentine's Day is coming and we know just the gift to give that special someone for any and all special occasions this v-day it's time to give them a gift that four million men worldwide trust from manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming use our exclusive offer and go to manscaped.com and use code show me yours for 20 percent off and free shipping now i don't need to tell you how much the man in my life loves Manscaped. All right. We've heard all about Johnny's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've only told you a little bit, Jackie. Like, I feel like I've only scratched the surface <laughs> okay. of where I can go mm-hmm. with um, actually just like professing my love. Mm-hmm. You know, not only for the product, but for what it does for me, yeah. what it does for my confidence, yeah. what it does for you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Love that ball deodorant. Mm-mm. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the holidays went by so quickly. And if you didn't give him a gift he really wanted, make sure you get it right this time with the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped. It's the gift every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. And you know the product he's going to absolutely love? Well, it's the Lawnmower 4.0 that comes in this package. Their electric trimmer is designed to trim the hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on his delicate balls. It does, Jax. Mm-hmm. It does. I've used a bunch of other products. I was a straight razor guy for a long time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, right? Uh, my balls, they're, it's, it's not a sack of leather. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, right? Yeah. It's tender, you know what I mean? And very, it's uh, very easy to nick. Um, you don't... You don't really have that problem anymore. Yeah. It's drastically reduced. Yeah, so and it fantastic. even has a 4,000K LED spotlight so he can shave anywhere your heart desires. I've done it in the dark. Yeah, in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> and did I mention it's waterproof too? You should have. <laughs> now he can shave anything and everything in the shower so you can say goodbye to any left-behind hair in the sink. We hate that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, this package also includes the weed whacker, nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of his weeds. And Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep his boys stored comfortably. And it looks good. Yeah. And so treat him and yourself to the formulations and the products that will have him smelling and looking good. You know, so Manscaped creates products that he's actually going to use after Valentine's Day. So go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWMEYOURS. This is exclusive to you, Flashers. His balls will thank you. So once again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWMEYOURS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SHOWMEYOURS. All one word, all caps. Gift his Cupid an arrow from Manscaped this Valentine's Day. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Um, oh, I feel like I had a thought. Oh, I was just going to say it's weird that like when I was a kid, such a big, uh, such a big part of pop music was the dancing yes like if you look at justin timberlake usher make you want to get hot i think that like the choreograph jackson michael jackson like they all like dancing was such a huge part of it and now it's always it's kind of like they're either gonna just like stand in one spot or they're gonna try to do some sort of lame dance people go to tiktok for dance now and it's fucking bullshit i think (laughs) that um like growing up um dancing was like not something that i do but Mm -hmm. like it obviously like is there like a fan of hip-hop or something like mm-hmm. breaking became we were like oh it's like you can like appreciate yeah like you know like higher levels of like difficulty like mm-hmm. what people are doing and shit but then when you see it choreographed like a five-person dance on like an mtv video award stage you're like mm-hmm. this is such dog shit and trash like yeah so like i've never really gotten into it but then mm-hmm. like there, but there but are like there, certain there, people oh there, there's obviously like yeah like, um, you see uh like bruno mars do like the super bowl halftime show and when he like jumps into like the like just like super cool and shit so like that good. fucking beyonce beyond okay, come on queen b we're gonna talk about you talk about the beat <laughs> so like i get it like so like it's it's really and it tough. adds it I adds th- to the performance i think that like for us, like, to, like, for us to say blanket statement like it's 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 good or bad is different because like you need to like um like each individual performance just gets taken yeah in. i think it just makes them stand out as performers oh big rather time. than just pop artists they're yeah. like talented performers oh yeah like say what yeah. you will about britney but when she came down the stairs with that snake on her fucking thing she's an incredibly talented dancer uh, her, yeah, Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Usher. Yeah, but like yeah. if I go see like Christina and like she's not moving and shit like that, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that because the voice makes up for like the stage exactly, show. Exactly, yeah. Right? I think that like, mm-hmm. um, I, so like in a, in, a, in a pop situation, I think like even um, they're so heavily managed and heavily produced and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that that decision is made like way before, right? If like you're, mm-hmm. you let your talent I just shine love, through. I just like fucking love watch, watching dancing. I don't know if maybe it's because like I did dance you for danced, so long yeah, and yeah. so like I know like how fucking hard it is because I was like a like I wasn't a good dancer just because I did it for so long but I wasn't like naturally gifted at it I see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. um sure. but but yeah and it's just like fun to watch but all right so Elton John owns over a thousand pairs of glasses <laughs> And so he started wearing them to emulate one of his idols, Buddy Holly, uh, even though he d- Tell didn't Tell me Elton glasses. John doesn't have a prescription. 
So at first he did not. <laughs> he at he yes. started wearing them uh, as like an homage to Buddy Holly. Sure. But now he needs glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Probably from fucking wearing glasses. Could you so imagine, much. like, yeah. you're like an optometrist Ooh. and you get a call from Elton and he's like, I yeah. need to get a thousand pairs of these things fitted yeah. with some lenses. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. all different styles. Um, and so in 2013, there was a rumor that he always books a second hotel room just to store his glasses in, um, which he has denied. And so... Um, when we inevitably reach Elton John level fame, absolutely. What sort of wild rumor like this would you want to to circulate? Tag, there's going to be a lot of rumors <laughs> yeah. circulating about me. Um, but one that, like, say, if, if you could choose one to to have circulate, that's like, uh, that's fun. Like, this. Yeah, it's yeah. fun because, yeah. like, I wouldn't like. Cause I don't, I'm not a fucking like I'm so easy. Mm-hmm. If I move to like a different part of town, mm-hmm. like I don't have like a favorite place. Like I won't go out of my way, mm-hmm. you know, further to get like the best sandwich. If right. I live next to like the fifth best sandwich in town, I'll right. just get that. Yeah, yeah. So like pretty easy as far as that goes. Like so like if I had like a rider, mm-hmm. like a case of beer and a bottle of whiskey or something like that, mm-hmm. would be on it. So like it'd be like so fun. That, that's. But not so, necessarily something that you'd want, just like a rumor. If of the like rumor that yeah, went yeah, down yeah. that would probably be true mm-hmm. is that I like my own space mm-hmm. and I like to like isolate a little bit, mm-hmm. but I also am a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. So like if the rumor about me that went on is like every time Johnny does a show in town, mm-hmm. there's like a, a separate room going just for his friends to party. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like doing my own thing and I can like come and touch back down there anytime yeah. I want and fuck off. That might not be a rumor. That just might be something <laughs> that I set up to do because, like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. like, there's, like, oh, there's a point in the night where I'm just, like, we need to cuddle. Yeah. Let's get these fucking assholes out of here. Yeah. But a lot of times that's just, like, we're still in our place. So, like, yeah. we have to, like, kick everybody out. Yes. Not cool. Right? <laughs> so, like, if that was the case, then, yeah, I would probably, like, rent an entire floor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for, like, all kinds of crazy yeah. shit happen. Sax Dungeon over here and a mm-hmm. one. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, butt naked, like, but, you know, fucking peanut butter wrestling contest over there <laughs> right everybody thinks that ky jelly is what you get into like a, like a time oh, to wrestle no. with no no no. you want mm-hmm. peanut butter all day right right like a nice like, oh, a, like a nice like warm dip like a nice warm jiff mm-hmm. um so like if i could do something like that then like that would probably be it but more realistically the rumors would be about you know drug use and infidelity i'm sure right you know that's, just, <laughs> that's, what, they're, that's what they're gonna say about the kid <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're gonna say <laughs> none of those are true <laughs> he's not the infidelity <laughs> just keep digging no, the drug use will definitely be true <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I, cause I, cause I'm such a fucking I'm simple, right? Like, really, all I want is the check, and I want to perform. So like. yeah, but I think in like terms of like a just like a crazy rumor that like people said about you, they would say that I actually don't have a butthole. That oh, it's just like okay. yeah, like so that okay. would be the rumor would be yeah. like that I'm like omniscient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I run at like a hundred percent efficiency, like uh, like Dennis um, Reynolds and that. It's always sunny in Philadelphia episode, mm. right? Like you don't have to pee or poo at all if right. your body's running on 100% efficiency. Right. Taking everything in and just burning it off. Nice. You know what I mean? Still have to pee the beer out, so I'll probably keep my dick. Nice. But yeah. yeah. I think if there was, if I were to choose a rumor about myself to go around, it would just be that I have like 
a hundred versions of the same wig. And like, really, I just have like bleach blonde hair. That's a fucking way better answer. <laughs> That's a fucking awesome answer. <laughs> like you walk in and it's like, uh, like you know, like I've never been into one of these stores, but you see it in like movies and shit where they yeah. do like a heist or whatever. Like just like like a yeah. really high end kind of like fashion. Yeah. Store. Like every every time we go to a place to perform. Uh, an entire hotel room was just gutted to look yeah. like a Louis Vuitton store that just has like mannequins set up with yeah all like a hundred of them yeah but with all the exact same yeah, wig yeah exactly so like That's similar cool to the, like the rumor of Elton John always getting a second room for his sunglasses sure. mine would be I always get a second room for my wigs and but it's all just time. like uh just like unstyled like kind of like a mess of like <laughs> of, Jackie of like hair brown wig. hair <laughs> and it's just all the exact same <laughs> and no not even that my hair is blonde is that my hair looks like this but i just wear wigs over top of it that's awesome <laughs> That's so much fucking cooler than mine. Mine is like fucking just like oh fucking rock and roll. That guy's gonna die pretty soon. Yours is like that's this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. Okay, final final question. So, Elton John and Rod Stewart allegedly have a fierce rivalry. <laughs> Elton, Rod Stewart's losing that fucking <laughs> battle. Elton once oh this is so good. Elton once hired a sniper to shoot down balloons that Rod Stewart had launched into the sky to promote a concert. When (laughs) when Ron when Rod put up a huge banner for his Blondes Have More Fun tour, Elton put up a banner on a building across the street that said, But brunettes make more money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, <laughs> he also oh, you catty bitch I he he also has feuded with madonna in 2004, <laughs> 2004 when he accepted the best classic songwriter award at the q awards that should be that should have went yeah which is ironic yeah, yeah. um he said in his speech because <laughs> i guess uh, madonna won like best live act or whatever fuck yeah so he said in his speech Madonna, best fucking live act? Fuck off. Since when has lip syncing been live? Sorry about that, but I think everyone who lip syncs on stage in public when you pay like 75 quid to see them should be shot. Thank you very much. That's me off her fucking Christmas card list, but do I give a toss? No. But do I give a toss? (laughs) Elton... I mean, uh, he is a master feuder. I think that there's <laughs> something to be said mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. caring about your art and, mm-hmm. uh, and and speaking to it. And that's some rap beef shit. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love I this. Ass. I don't mind I that at all. Highly. I you know, it's so funny because like like, okay, Suge Knight. At okay. The well, so, okay, so, so wait, the question is. Jackie, I want to tell you what's, Suge Knight is. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's going to it's going <laughs> to. I'm going to get the question out first, but you're going to go. You're going to say the same thing and it's going to work. Um, <laughs> it's what's your favorite famous feud or your famous oh, clapback? Famous clap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, well, like the, 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 the East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. um, like hip hop beef, like yeah. was obviously like the, mm-hmm. the thing. I was just a kid when I saw it. It was like it encapsulated like everything. Mm-hmm. Nothing in pop culture mattered anymore because mm-hmm. like, you know, you're t- like, 
you know, for better or worse or whatever, like the two best rappers in the world were going at each other and I was just mm-hmm. a kid. Just hearing about it. And then kind of like coming into so like it was like four years after all that feuding that I really actually started like listening to the music. Mm-hmm. When you're in New York City at the Source Awards and there's like there's violence happening there, like shit shit got wild at that uh, thing and Suge Knight goes up to um the microphone to accept an award and his acceptance speech is basically calling out bad boy entertainment and puff daddy like Mm -hmm. exclusively because like tupac and biggie were going at each other but suge knight makes it a thing to like go after the record labels right so he owns death row records Mm -hmm. at the time and he says about Diddy, because if you look at all those like old videos and stuff like that, Diddy's always dancing in the thing, like, eh, yeah, eh, yeah, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. in crazy fucking like suits and shit like that. And Suge just goes up there and he's like, anybody in New York, you know, if you want somebody that's actually gonna, you know, like promote your record, you don't want to have your producer like singing and dancing in the video and shit, mm-hmm. come to Death Row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the coolest, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that one to me is, and like Suge Knight's a piece of shit. And, like, he shook up so much fucking shit in the world. If it wasn't for Suge Knight, then, like, two of the best rappers in the world would, like, they were on their path to, like, they were already established Probably artists. still be alive. 100%. <laughs> 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 Isn't like, he in jail or was that? I think he's a guy. Okay, He, like, ran a guy over or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was ago. unrelated. I showed the, you that. I remember, the, I remember when it happened. The assassination he orchestrated. <laughs> I remember me showing it to you. I love, um, but there's like so much, like there's so much lore that goes like in between that, even like uh, b- um, post posthumously or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 first album I believe that Tupac released, like right after his death, it was like on its way to being released. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machiavelli, the Seven Day Theory, and the second track on that album has a song called Bomb First, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. And at how the, very the fuck is Suge Knight still alive? Like I feel like everyone hates him. Yeah, but probably because he's in jail. Well, no, no, because like he just went to jail like a couple years ago, Jackie. I think like he's been like in that life and in that Mm -hmm. like area for like long enough that you know what I mean. You 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 have to establish some kind of right, um, you know, like loyalty or people are just like not gonna fuck with you. And then maybe or maybe he's not as like heavily ingrained in the street shit or whatever that he said he was that somebody's actually gonna come and fucking shoot him like after the fact. Like I don't I don't necessarily know what it is, but I think it becomes like money. Right. right. What it all comes down to is money, because if anybody actually gave a shit, then they would like want revenge or like do yeah. something. You know what I mean? Right. At the end of the day, like once like those like cash cows die and it like runs out, then like. Yeah. No know. one gives a fuck about. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Anymore. Right. Yeah, He's yeah. a fucking. Like, ev- as, as soon as Tupac died, that label like pretty well fucking imploded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Like it probably took like a couple years or whatever. Still having like, um, yeah. you know, other artists on it. But Snoop Dogg, like. Tupac was trying to get paid. Snoop Dogg was trying to get paid. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, when Master P from No Limit Records buys Snoop out of his fucking contract, like, goes and gives Suge Knight, like, a million dollars straight up just to get Snoop out of that fucking contract and shit. Like, all that stuff was happening because um, that business was failing. And then, you know, you have people that are in the music industry that are like, no, Snoop is a fucking still a rising star. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? He beat the murder case and, like, all that shit or whatever. Right? Snoop's as hot as he could ever been. You know, so like all of that stuff, there's, um, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all fascinating and it's like, a, it's like, a, it's just an interesting, you know, it's like Watergate, right? Mm-hmm. Every, every couple of years I go back to be like, what the fuck happened at Watergate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of, it's so interesting, but like, um, there's a, 
there's some of those, but there's also some like in rap, there's also like, cause like Madonna and Elton John is just funny. So I think like the funny one for me mm-hmm. is when Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, dissed Nelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cause there's a point in hip hop where like everybody was like, they're biting style. Now everybody sounds the fucking same and nobody yeah. cares. But there was a fucking time where originality was key. And there was a time where the Bone Thugs and Harmony thought Nelly <laughs> listened to East 1999, listened to Country Grammar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me that those two fucking albums are anything alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time the Bone Thugs thought yeah. Nelly was coming after them and they gave a fucking very strong fuck you to them. <laughs> and there's a bunch of those throughout hip hop throughout the years that are just like mm-hmm. always hilarious to me. Where it's like, don't be coming over here, motherfucker. And it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about the Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I think Nelly's, uh, yeah. you know, 1996. I just, like, love the, the sassiness and, like, the fact... I love it when people go to extreme lengths to do something so, um, petty. like, petty. <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. like, fucking hiring a sniper to shoot down balloons. That's the coolest that's shit. That's so that is, fucking that's funny. That's the most fucking rock and roll thing it's that so anybody's ever funny. fucking done. And I just love that like not giving a shit attitude because like I've like I can I can definitely be like pretty catty, but I never I very, very rarely do it uh publicly. Yeah, like that's I true, yeah. like I, I it me. takes <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to actually like say something to someone because for the most part i'm like it's not worth it but like in my head like i can like behind people's backs i can be very like catty and i just think it's funny it's good times yeah but um just yeah like the balls to like do something (laughs) like (laughs) to decide that it's worth it to hire a fucking sniper to shoot down there's so much more that goes into that because like first of all like discharging a a firearm in public (laughs) so like they're just going to like elton john's like you're committing like a litany of of crimes and offenses here by just setting up a fucking sniper rifle and shooting it i wonder what the situation was i need to know more about that because like that's awesome and like the banner like mm. brunettes make more money and just like that my my favorite thing though is that fucking like speech that he made about madonna where he just like doesn't give a fuck so <laughs> it's dope. like i love that shit what did Stewart ever so fucking do? much i forget like why they but apparently they have like some sort of famous feud and they've like kind of made up and then like uh fallen out again and i think it's kind of like an ongoing thing i'm not really sure why but um did I don't want to be in Tootsie or? <laughs> yeah, that's probably. <laughs> that was it. I, was um, like, I should have been Tootsie. But, like, I, um, yeah, I just, like, love, like, hearing people just, like, go there and just, like, um, say the shit that comes to their mind, well, especially it's, it's, when it's, it's, it's Kanye like. Kanye West, uh, George Bush doesn't give a fuck about black people. Exactly. <laughs> you know especially. Exa- ex- you want to hear that moment because you're yeah. just like, whoa. It's because it's, and that's a perfect example, especially when it's like crazy, but also hilarious. Kind of true. When you're like, <laughs> you're like yeah, oh, exactly. Shit. When it's like exactly. true when and you're like, oh, like that. Fuck. Yeah, she's fucking lip sick and he's saying it. He's saying it. That's the shit. And it's so fun to like witness it and you're just like, it's just but bad it's bitch like, status, oh right? man and like the few times that i like have actually like said um like uh the the shit that i was thinking to like the fucking oh like my whole body shakes and you get like this rush and then like saying it doesn't feel as good as like hearing it does mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean oh, yeah totally. yeah yeah because like you're in the fight 
right yeah, when yeah. you're saying it, but like when you shit on that girl at uh at film school for not liking Adam Sandler <laughs> was like that moment where I'm like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Jackie's cool and shit like that. But then you're like, oh, Jackie will go to fucking war <laughs> for some shit that she believes in, albeit Adam Sandler movies. But still, like. Okay, it wasn't Adam Sandler movies. Oh, it was, it was just Adam, Adam Sandler. Because, uh, like, yeah, we. Yeah. No, we love the Sandman over here. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, definitely, definitely went <laughs> to it. But I'm sitting there watching you just give this girl the business. And yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably was as cool for you as it was for me. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> that my heart was like pounding, and afterwards I was like shaking, and then the yeah. whole rest of the class I was like thinking about it. I was like, I know, I flavor flamed you throughout that thing too. I was out there like, I was like hype at you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> another one. <laughs> so hype on that. It's so funny because you think when you hear someone do it in your head, you're like, you it's almost like your mirror neurons you like feel like, like oh, oh that must doing? feel so good well, like yeah, it but feels also, so good like, listening I, but, but like, if there's like a cringe factor to it too sometimes there's like mm-hmm. I, I hear a lot of people that are like aren't doing it right where you're like well, yeah, oh exactly. like this it is the way it has to be done right you know what i mean but when yeah, it when yeah. it when it happens when somebody's dropping that bomb you're just like oh i'm so happy i'm in the room right now yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly and you're like oh like what a rush like i wish that was me saying it but when you're the person saying it for me anyways it's like shaking and like your heart's beating yeah. you're like it's like word vomit and you're like why am i saying this right now <laughs> it was like when um uh, a friend of ours uh like sent an email to to someone and like reading it it was like mm. i was getting like heart palpitations mm. because it was mm. like holy fuck this is amazing your friend and tells somebody to go fuck themselves it yeah. shows you you're like oh you did it yeah. you did it it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's so fucking dope yeah Just um, keep telling everybody to go fuck themselves yeah say what's on especially your mind especially if they deserve it if they deserve if it's called for then fucking say it if it's just gonna cause In the spirit of this man do <coughs> be, be you say what the fuck you want to say do yeah all that shit, if you think something's worth that. being said then <laughs> say it even if like you don't enjoy it it's gonna give like a lot of people around you a lot of pleasure <laughs> and so us. yeah it's that's last our in the, uh, in the room, last step uh yeah in this uh studio we um, did a lot here yeah. we did a lot here we, we found love in a hopeless place <laughs> 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 and, uh, it's been a it's been a journey it's been a journey and but we're gonna see um, you next week with uh well i mean we got a couple banked up and shit but the we're next gonna one that we see get back you to. soon with a new studio we're gonna be back we're not gonna miss a week so no. whenever um you're listening to this you just keep tuning in and then let us yeah, in. you'll, you'll um, know you'll know you'll know when the vibe has changed changed and um i'm not drunk <laughs> jackie's shithouse i drank like six beers in this whole thing and i'm looking at you slurry your words right now we're surrounded by boxes we have to move okay yeah yeah we have to move thank you so much and <laughs> and goodbye.